Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the second Wisden Ashes daily podcast from Lords. I'm Yaz Rana and with me this evening is Mark Butcher. Um, compared to where we were this time yesterday, it is on paper a very good day for England. They wrapped up the Australia innings in good time this morning and they end day two, 278 before, 138 runs behind Australia. But it could have been so much better. 182 for one, Australia resorted to a short ball ploy. They did away with the slips. They had five men on the fence. The Nathan Lyon playing in his 100th consecutive test match limps off the field injured. Who knows what the impact could be for that over the rest of not just the series, but this match. But England for hook line, hook line and sinker for the ploy. Pope, Duckett and Root all out trying to take the short ball on to varying degrees. And it could have been worse for England. Root was out second ball off a no ball and Brooke was dropped by Labashain and ended the day not out. But uh, another action-packed day. It feels like you've had two and a half days in one. What did you make of that? And in particular, that crazy hour where Australia resorted to the short ball ploy and England just kept on taking it on. Well, um, yeah, remarkable, isn't it? It's actually been a really good day for England. Um, <laughs> comparison to yesterday. Um, and uh, people will be uh, horrified and and excited and sort of baffled in equal measure by by what they saw today. Um, I, it's a, it's really difficult to sort of come up with a with a coherent thought about what what we've seen. Um, you know, first of all, they had to come out and take five wickets, which they did after after a grim grim day yesterday and, a, and an awful morning weather wise, and the uh, uh, bowling sort of clicked into into gear, and they polished off the rest of the Australia's wickets in, in in quick order, which is sensational, really, considering what happened yesterday. So that keeps them in the game. Um, they then get off to a flyer. Crawley and Duckett play brilliantly against the new ball. Um, you know, it wasn't all out attack, but it certainly wasn't taking a backward step. And there was a lot of a lot of really fine batting against, you know, what is a class bowling attack. And then you find yourself in this in this strange position whereby, um, you know, having lost just the one wicket, you're 180 for one. Their champion off spinner goes off. You think he's going to, if, if they're going to be in the game at all, given how flat the pitch had looked to that time, is going to be the man that will, will, will make breakthroughs and get them in it. He walks off injured. Um, and then suddenly England just go completely bananas. Um, I was listening to Ben Duckett at the end of the day's play talking about how, um, 
you know that how much energy it takes out of out of fast bowlers to run in and bowl the short ball ploy the whole time and that they were quite happy to take it on you know and they were quite happy to see them do it because it meant that they were going to be tired second innings um i would i would say that it, it makes them very very tired indeed if you just if you keep getting out of the way and don't get out to it you know i, I think it gives gives them energy if you um if you swing at everything, the ball keeps going up in the air and it looks like you're going to take wickets. I mean, that's, that, that is, that is breathing life into the bowlers. Um, look, I remember having a go at, um, I remember having a go at Pakistan in, in one of the great test matches on that tour where Mark Wood was the sort of like the last, uh, you know, the last resort running in bowling quick men back on the hook and they kept taking him on. They got out to him when England were on their knees and out um, and, and turned over the test match because of it. England aren't quite in that situation as yet, but goodness gracious me, if you keep giving giving top class bowling attacks um, your wickets like that when you're a long way behind in the game, then don't be surprised if you come unstuck at the end of it. As it is, funnily enough, Ben Stokes comes out and bats like a normal person, um, and England are right back in the right back in the game again in a terrific position starting tomorrow. And I, I think that's pretty much the way to sum it up. I mean, it's completely mad at times, and yet we're in a really good position. Now, the, the key to this is going to be what happens tomorrow. If if having got through that, weathered that storm, that they then come out and play play good cricket and, and try to build themselves a really good lead first innings with them without Lyon, then you think, okay, brilliant. We'll forget everything that happened past. But if they come out tomorrow morning, haven't got themselves back in it, and then throw it throw it all away again and giving the, uh, give Australia um, the chance to, to go in with a lead second dig, with the pitch flat. Don't forget that England's bowlers won't have been off their feet for very long either. Um, and this is something else we, we keep forgetting with baseball. The faster you score, the less time your bowlers have, particularly in games that go the distance, um, the, the less time your bowlers, who are very old mainly, um, have off their feet as well. So it works It works both ways. So tomorrow morning is going to be is going to be stuff that you cannot take your eyes off. Yeah, um, Alex asks, has Basball evolved to a more extreme version or is it just because we are facing a better bowling attack or are we not managing key periods better? And I thought some people would say, oh, you can't criticise them when it brings them so much success. Well, no, their method gets them in the position where they have total control over the game. And then from that point on, they can, there were so many gaps in the field, they could just knock it around, go at fours, um, which they could have done. And they, and they did towards the end of the day. I've got a theory that the Pakistan tour has scrambled the brain a little bit, not of Stokes, but I think of individual players. That Pakistan tour, they were playing against a really poor attack. Shaheen Nafridi wasn't playing. Nassim Shah plays one test match. You had Zahid Mahmood playing. Uh, you had Muhammad Ali. But these weren't test quality bowlers and the pitches were really flat. And they were beating conditions as much as the opposition. And since then, they've actually won two and lost two. Yes. Um, and I think, you know... Yeah, and one of them was against Ireland. Exactly. And, and I think last summer, their their approach was more nuanced than what we've seen here. And I think that nuance is shown by how Stokes knuckled down at the end. And actually, I find it funny that Stokes almost communicates a game plan in, in his own innings. So last summer, he was batting aggressively, almost regardless of the situation, to kind of show what he wants his team to be doing. And today, when his team was kind of doing that, he went the other way and actually like, no, I need to get to the close. Uh, I need to get to the close unbeaten because, you know, we've got a long tail here. I need to be the one who gets the runs alongside Brook and Bairstow. Well, I mean, he. Uh, the, the interesting thing is, sort of strike rate, rate wise, he's probably one of the lowest in the in the team. So, um, you know, he's the message has, has gone across. Ben, the the others are <laughs> they're right with you, but they they they're kind of taking it to absolute extremes. 
Um, uh, you know, th th there's a comfort in this, and it, there's a comfort in this for the players because you kind of you, you kind of absolve yourself of any responsibility at doing anything daft. If nothing is, you know, if, if there's nothing extreme, if there's no shot that's too silly, if there's no risk that that isn't worth taking, then basically you're you're telling yourself that I can do whatever the hell I like here and it's no problem. Mm. Um, you know, the reality of 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 sport and the reality of life is that that's never the case. You know, you can push, you can push things, you can go, you can go up against, um, you can go up against perceived norms, you can go beyond them. But there, there comes a point where you, there is a certain responsibility that comes back to you that says, okay, am I using my, am I using my skills? Am I using the the uh, the freedom that I've been given wisely, or am I just flushing it down the down the toilet? Um, and and it's interesting, you know, Ben will come out and play play that way because he now, he's now feels responsible for the team he's responsible for the way that they've played he's told them that that's okay and he now knows that he's in he's in real trouble if England lose this test match they're screwed aren't they I mean they're not winning they're, <laughs> they're not winning three on the, on the bounce against Australia I don't care what you know that's not happening um so he knows that they're now in a in a position where this test match they they have to win it or they can't lose it and so somebody had to go in there and play the grown-up um at the back end of the day to make sure that they turned up tomorrow with a great chance of, of going on and putting some sort of a lead on the board. Mm. I'm, about, I'm about to get booted out of the nursery ground, so we'll we'll, we'll leave it there. Uh, a manic final session, but as Butch said right at the top, England's still in a pretty good position at the close. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow. Podcast Network.